Good eye, mail and crew. How are we? Randy Trambacki. Crikey. Crikey. Hey, Randy. What's going on? How are hey, you? Hey, uh, I don't really have an Australian accent in my bag. I can do shrimp on the bobby. But that's about it. I can do their do you know, the shrimp on the bobby. Yeah, I can't really do a good one. Do you have any accents that you could do it? Well, I could do a Chicago accent but that's uh, because yeah. it's just pretty much intimidate, like imitating my uh, aunts and uncles and stuff. But that's the thing. That's the here's that's the thing. thing. Oh yeah. yeah, how's Bob Berendowski? Bob Berendowski is doing good. He's doing good. He's ready for the season. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I immediately abandoned that uh, that content stream when I realized I don't really watch football as much, so <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be uh, like a sports. Uh, you were like, oh, Mitch, the, the the guy Mitch Trubisky. He's he's still doing a yeah. thing, huh? He's I, no, he's not. I enjoyed doing the character more than I enjoyed actually recapping the games. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, why are you here, Randy? I'm here to give you guys some advice about questions that maybe you could help out in your 20s or 30s. You have the actual thing that you could say why I'm here. I do. I do. Randy's here because Sally is in northern Michigan, rocking out on vacation, uh, enjoying the nice weather while we are stuck in 105-degree Austin, Texas for the next what feels like seven years. Weird phenomenon yesterday, uh, rain when it was 102 degrees. Oh, Never. so it, we... We boy, did we, we didn't boy did we need we it. We did need it, but it was a, it was a weird phenomenon. It was, but this is not a weird phenomenon. We are the Mail-In Podcast. Randy and I are here to answer questions, some of which will have nothing to do with our areas of expertise, like a bachelorette party. But well, oh, we're going to give our best. We're going to give our best, Randy. Sounds good. And if you want to uh, have your question answered, here's what you do. First, subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify. Second, hit the hotline number. 888-362-MAIL, that is 888-362-6245, or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at mailinpodcast or like washedmedia.com. There's a little mail-in icon you can use. Third, hit up the store, washedmedia.shop. And fourth, optional, see us in 12K at on YouTube. No, just YouTube.com slash mailinpodcast. 1080p. 1080p. What does the P stand for? Uh, Pixels? <laughs> I know I stands for interlaced. P stands for progressive. Just the mm. way that the p- pixels are portrayed onto the screen. What the difference between the two is, not really sure. Don't I care. As a video professional. Fucking nerd. Whatever. You ready, okay. Randy? Sure, why not? Hello. Hi. I've been seeing a girl for a couple of months, and everything has been great. But when I met her friends and talked about my work, I feel ashamed about my job. My girlfriend is a partner at a big law firm, and I am not as accomplished. I do have a a successful career, but not to her level. How do I get over something like this? I don't want to bring it up to her and let her know I'm feeling insecure. Randy. Dude, King, you just hit the jackpot. What are you talking about? Absolutely, dude. Gas your girl up. Dude, ladies is pimps, too. This is is great. Women in STEM, women in law, I'd I'd be psyched. You can come, you can, if you have a dream of being a stay at home dad. This is step one. Uh, but, like, I, I get the insecure feeling, like, you know, the gender roles of breadwinners and all that kind of stuff. It's it's 2023, man. You, you should be pumped. I don't even know if the, the, and, this is what he's concerned about. I think it's just that, you know, you're, he's just comparing himself to others and to a group of people that are more, in his mind, more successful. I mean, time, you know, success comes with time and all that stuff. And you went down a different career path. And as long as you're happy with what you're doing, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. Yeah, it's just, you know. 
I wouldn't be think too hard about this. I, I actually, yeah, now that you kind of put it that way, like I, I imagine he's at like a dinner and his he's not, you know, not a lawyer, but he, he said I have a successful career, so that's that's awesome. But maybe he's insecure about her lawyer like guy friends or you know, like you Yeah, know like I, mean? I have a friend in finance that like he kind of like walked me through his career path and like in three or four years from now, he'll be like making a million dollars a year. I'm like, sure. if I were to go visit him and go out with like his colleagues and stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. I would feel like a little thing. So it's, I think it's just generally he's kind of feeling insecure about his like ability to make money. Sure. And I'm that sure with it being in a relationship, it has a weird dynamic, but I don't know, as long as like, they're not making fun of you and f- making you feel bad i think that's something if that were to happen then like have a conversation with your sure. significant other about like that you're feeling yeah insecure about but stuff but y- i think you're just in your head about it right now absolutely your significant other likes you for you no matter what your career is maybe the career plays a role but you have a successful career like you said so as long as you have so i i think when you when maybe you're when you're behind a significant other and as far as like a, a salary goes or something like that or you're you're not as accomplished you know with a title as long as you have some sort of ambition or like not necessarily a plan but you have kind of that outlook or here's what I want to do or here's what I want where I want to be uh I think that's as attractive as as having you know director of whatever or managing partner at x or vp of y um or lawyer i think that the fact that you're even having like this anxiety about it shows that you care enough about your position in the world that you're you're going to it's just you know you're you're still climbing the ladder and doing everything so you'll you'll get there eventually you might you might never be as accomplished as her or anyone else like in that financial thing just because of different like career space that you're in but as long as you're not a, a schlub that's just lazy like i don't think mm-hmm. people will look at you and like look down at you if you're just you know fine with your nine to five and have no desire to grow and you're just sitting on the couch like playing video games like in a way that's just not beneficial to you like of course i love playing video games but if you're just like being <laughs> lazy and like not actually yeah. trying to make something with your life then yeah her friends and colleagues might look down at you, but as long as you're just actually don't like stretch yourself over and break your back that you need to like go further into your life with and and ignore her and stuff, but just keep moving forward. That's about it. In the near term, you know, if you're in a situation like this and you meet, you're out with her friends and talk about your work, lean into it. Just be like, you know, as long as you, act like you love it or you can sort of self-deprecate or have fun with it. The worst would be outwardly feeling insecure about your job in a social setting, like trying to, trying to demean it, like demean it, diminish it. Um, because then, then people can tell. And then it's, it almost makes it worse if you're just like, Oh yeah, fuck it. I do this. And I, I really enjoy it. It's fun. And, and it's not what I want to be forever, but it's kind of a stepping stone to X. It's like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I have a uh, a similar thing to this. I mean, it's not like a success differential, but like when I'm out with my my firefighter buddies and stuff, like stealing that, valor, stealing valor, of course, you know, we'll meet a group of people and they'll come up to me like, oh, so you're a firefighter too? And mm. then I'll go, no, no, I do something way more heroic. Uh, I'm in podcast, right? Exactly. And so yeah. it's like it's a funny thing. It's like 
yeah, clearly I'm not as uh, you know, heroic and whatever as is people, but you know, self-deprecate a little exactly. Bit. Yeah. Bingo. You know uh, who I will never self-deprecate? I would assume that this is a great ad partner. It is. It doesn't I, I kind of messed up the uh the intro there. You know who who I would never deprecate? I don't even know if that's a word. I don't know either. Zbiotics, Randy. Ah, yes. Let's face it. After a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. Neither do you, Randy. <laughs> that is true. I have to make a choice. Next day, next three days. Yep. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Zbiotics. Zbiotics is a pre-alcohol probiotic. And it's the first the world's first genetically engineered probiotic, Randy. Are you familiar with probiotics? I am. I am. I've been uh hopping on that kombucha change. There you go. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works, Randy. It's in a little, it's in a little like vial kind of bottle looking thing. And when you drink it, alcohol, oh, excuse me, when when you drink alcohol, it gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. You familiar with this process? I, you know what? Not, not really. But tell me more. Acetaldehyde, fucking nailed it that time. Freaking nailed it. Excuse me. I'm a man, and um, but that, I'm, I'm firmly the T tech, not a science. So Got it. Not the S. It is this byproduct, not dehydration, that's tough to blame, or that's to blame for a rough next day. Zbiotics comes in to help. It produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where you need it most. Just remember, you drink Zbiotics before drinking alcohol, then you drink responsibly, and then get a good night's sleep, and then you'll feel your best. Three-step process. Zbiotics one, drink responsibly two, good night's sleep three, Boom. I got a big weekend of drinking responsibly. I'm going on a bachelor party. I, I should bring some Z-Biotic. I think Z-Biotics is your, yeah. is your answer. I've taken it before. I, I, famously, I went to a uh, an, an all-you-can-drink for $10 um, barbecue event. But you did it responsibly. But I did it responsibly. Of course. Took Z-Biotics before that. Woke up the next day. Chipper as can be. Oh, yeah. I remember that event. Yeah. That you <laughs> we were supposed to go with you. Well, kind of. Different group of friends. Anyway, go to zbiotics.com slash mail to get 15% off your first order when you use code mail at checkout. You can also sign up for a subscription using our code so you can stay prepared no matter the time or occasion. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you are unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, head to zbiotics.com slash M-A-I-L and use the code mail, M-A-I-L, at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode. Ready for the next one, Randy? Ready. Can y'all talk about how a relationship between a mother and son can successfully coexist in a relationship, let alone a marriage? Here's some context. I've been dating someone who's great, except when it comes to family. She thinks I'm too close to my mother and sisters. And I'm not sure how to really get over these concerns. I'm the youngest in my family, and I'm close with my mom as a result. I talk to her daily and visit almost every month. My girlfriend initially said she loved how I treat the women in my family, as well as my women friends. 
Uh, I know Sally believes guys and girls can't be friends, but I have a lot of platonic childhood friends that are girls. But recently, it's become a problem. Have you ever heard of, of being somebody being too close? Like they're too close to their family, and so it kind of gets in the way of a relationship. I uh, think the only time I kind of see this happen is if it's like the family is like hyper local, and you're like being called to babysit. You're being called to walk dogs. I could see this happening. As far as just like a relationship right now, this is this is interesting to me. But it seems this is a big problem in marriages where it's it's usually like the mother-in-law oh, always being yeah. over or stuff like that. I could see that being a problem, but just an early relationship, that's it is weird. I want to know where this is coming from. It does she just not have as good a relationship with her parents? Yeah. Like it's not like I don't want to say she's projecting saying that she's like upset that you're mm -hmm. having a good relationship, but I want to know more about this dynamic like are you always with them are you always bringing them around not making time for her or is she just oh it's weird yeah, yeah I, I need to hear your, her side of the story here are you active like are you on date night being like oh i have to go to i have to i call my mom every night at seven have to talk to her for an hour it's just because then i get it like then you, you know you have other obligations are you visiting like are you are you flying to your parents once a month and effectively taking a weekend out that you're could be you know hanging with your significant other i i just need to i like why does it why did it start totally fine and she was like oh i, I really appreciate how you treat women and now it's a now it's an issue so like what what happened this guy doesn't really give the context of, of exactly what i think with this maybe that he's having the same issue that we are right now and he just needs to hear us working through it you might just need to sit down with her and have like a long talk about why are you, why are you actually like yeah what where's the where's maybe the he's as con he's probably as confused as us right now because he doesn't have the information mm -hmm. so i think that's step one if this is becoming a real problem in your relationship you guys just need to have a serious discussion about why she is kind of put off by this because to be honest and her like if your relationship progresses and you guys get married, that that's her family now too. So totally. like family, if family is a big important part to you, and she has a problem with that, like that might not be a successful relationship moving forward. So yeah, I think this is something you need to figure out if you're gonna, because you're not going to not stay close to your family for her. What if we focus on the other side of this question, where he said, "My girlfriend initially said she loved how I treat the women in my family." pause oh. as well as my women friends maybe maybe that's could be uh you know part of the potential here but he mentioned like a, a mother and son like kind of a mama's boy that's fine but maybe maybe the problem is sort of lying in the the women friends thing he treats them well and by that maybe he spends a lot of time with them and is there a, an well, insecurity a jealousy thing going on here maybe but it seems like the first thing that his whole question was the mother son thing. It wasn't right. even like the the brother sister thing. It was seemed mainly the mother son. Like maybe it is that she's upset that you're dropping like like at yeah. at any moment you are on call for your mom and stuff. And mm -hmm. at a certain point, she might just see that you're an adult. You know, you're an adult. You need to be an adult. You need to focus on our relationship and not the relationship through your mom. Which I mean, it's hard to say because. Especially if it sounds like you have a really good relationship with your mom and mm -hmm. she's done probably so much for you your whole life. It, you don't want to ignore her and stuff. Like, I'll be honest, I don't have like 
as close a relationship as this guy. I don't talk to my mom as much, but me neither. Like it I would be weird for a girl to come into my life and be like, you can't focus on your mom. Yeah. I, I think maybe maybe there's steps you can take in the near term where it's sort of like maybe you text mom every day versus getting on the phone for an hour. And especially when you're spending time with your girlfriend, like, hey, you know, maybe you don't live together yet. Maybe you're not, you know. How long have they been dating to say? He said, uh, uh, I've I've been dating someone who's great. So I don't, I don't, there's no real uh timeline. Yeah. No real timeline. She thinks I'm too close to my mother and sisters. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, this just might I just think maybe, maybe you keep it so when you're spending time with her, with your with your girlfriend. Focus on her. Focus on her. Doesn't mean you can't still be there for your mom and sisters and talk with them all the time. Maybe, maybe text and focus when you're one-on-one, sit on the couch. That's, that's your girlfriend's time. And honestly, you, I think number one, you need to have a conversation with her too, because I can definitely see, like, I can definitely see like if I brought a girl home and I was not around my mom and her that my mom might've said something that just, she didn't mean it in a bad way, but mm, rubbed, yeah. like the girlfriend off the wrong way. And like, she's never actually expressed what like my mom said to me. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So that might just be a conversation that maybe your mom or sister said something that she might've taken out of context or just don't know how it goes. Cause that, that, that can happen. And you know, you don't address the problem. Now it's just turning into, I don't want to be, it could be like, I don't want to be around your mo- mom and sister all the time because I feel uncomfortable around them. Sure, be, could for, be that. Because of a certain incident that you don't even know about. We'll need, we'll need a follow-up on this one, right? Yeah. Let's do the next one. Hey, guys. How do I meet older women? Okay. I'm 27. All right. Live in an East Coast mountain town. That's a popular tourist destination. Oh, I know how. I'm getting bored with dating around my age. I've always appreciated older women and would like to try the lifestyle. Maybe you find a sugar mama. But I don't know where to look or where to go to put myself in situations to meet someone. Mm-hmm. Looking for any advice, love the pod. I got, I got a couple. I've seen some banner ads that could help you out. Okay. What about <laughs> ski pop-ups. instructor? Giving ski lessons. to some older women or i mean you live in a mountain town that's a tourist destination you're getting older women with with some cash coming through all the time i I, you you maybe i i think you know if you want to meet older women you need to go you like you can't just go to you know you're not going to meet them at the the your team you know corporate kickball or corporate volleyball you're not going to meet them in your run of life at your you know little sleepy mountain town job unless you go to where they are that's service industry ski instructor mountain biking class uh go to yoga that's a great place to meet older women uh you really know where all these older women are huh (laughs) (laughs) no i was like rachel's got me into yoga big time hot yoga specifically and those classes are loaded with older women yeah uh that's you know what Start doing yoga, my man. You're 27. Perfect time. Oh, Pl- yeah. You should be Plyometrics doing- is, is the key to and, – and flexibility and stretching is the key to, to longevity. Everyone should be doing that stuff. And hydration. Not just people looking for MILFs. Absolutely. Yeah, PSA. Do yoga, stretch, hydrate. 
There we go. We hit we hit the uh skincare. Skincare. Sunscreen. Yeah. We hit all the Sally points. Yeah, put today. it put it put in yeah, exactly. SPF. It's like Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah put SPF. SPF on your face every day. That's um, that's a real one. I mean, there's the, the dating apps too. No, all that, but like, but they're, 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 they're so transient, yards. right? Like, they're, if they're if if he's trying to find somebody for like for the for the weekend or like meet somebody on a weekend trip that, that you turn into, that, yeah, maybe that's oh, a so problem he's too. Not, he's not trying know. to like have a relationship. I don't know. Maybe at this point, if you are trying to date older women, as in like finding a more adult and mature person, you might have to. Stop doing Bumble and Tinder. I don't know if you are. And maybe go to Match and eHarmony. I mean, be honest. <laughs> yeah. That, I feel like that's an older crowd and my people that are a little more serious. I don't I've, know what this guy's looking for. So Just the, older women. Is right. The thing with older women in a mountain town, like it's, it's East Coast mountain town. It's going to be a tiny town. Yeah. So if you're trying to date somebody that lives there, chances are they're, you know, they're settled down, married, kids, the whole night. Maybe you're, maybe you're looking for that. Um, but I think I if you're trying to spice, for. if you're trying to spice up your dating life a little bit, you look for somebody who's there for the weekend to start, and then maybe it turns into something. But to get there, you got to go service industry, bartender, you know, restaurant kind of stuff. Hotel bars. Hotel hotel bar is perfect. Yeah, That's perfect a good way to start. Oh, yoga or hotel bar. I don't know that I don't know how to feel about this question. Are we giving him scummy answers or good answers? Well, I th I think this guy's kind of looking for the. I don't know. He's, he, he verbatim says maybe even try to find a sugar mama. Quote. Yeah, I don't think he's looking for the 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 cleanest of answers here. I th yeah, hotel bar. You don't even have to be a bartender. Just, that's just a great place to meet transient quote sugar mamas. Good for this guy, I guess. He's he's living life to the fullest. Maybe you need to pack up your bags and move to the big city. Yeah, I'm really curious uh, what East Coast mountain town he lives in. There are not, there are not many. I would assume somewhere in like West Virginia. Like that's, that's the, I mean, just, that's not the coast, not the but coast. like the, the the Virginia area, right? I mean, usually we like you ski, ski the east. It's like upstate New York, Vermont. Vermont, New Hampshire. Maybe I'm gonna say Vermont. Let's see. Yeah, I guess I was too far off the coast. I'm not really familiar with the East Coast uh in my geography. mind. In my mind, he lives in like Lake George or Lake Placid, upstate New York, that are beautiful mountain towns that I will be going to uh in the next couple of days. Very excited about it. But there it's it's all it's all about the hotel game. Like people who live there, older women you know it's it's not really uh they're kind of they're kind of uh they're all they're all everybody's taken everybody's settled down so you gotta rely on the tourists maybe that's what you do hotel bar go to yoga be, be a ski instructor for the winter and give lessons to people and if you're actually serious maybe try mesh.com and eHarmony. you could be like the guy uh the the guy what's his name he's in the office uh is it Omar in the office? Omar. I, I don't know who you're referring to. Uh, oh. Who is the Omar's the, our friend? Who I know. Who's the who's the, the gay character in office? Oh, Oscar. Oscar. The guy that plays Oscar um in the movie The Proposal, Randy. Are you familiar with this one? I'm familiar with the movie. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Oh, it's so good. 
the proposal is uh, what's her what's her face? Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. Yes, I've not seen it. So I'm good. Uh, Oscar from The Office is like it, they they're in a small like Alaskan fishing town, basically a very a vacation town, and he's like the general store owner, the gas station attendant, uh, a stripper, um, like a the airport employee. He's like everything. He's everything. Yeah. If you live in a small little mountain town, you just just be everything. Be like everything. be a ski instructor, and then at night they, when they get back to their hotel, you're the you're the bartender. Be too. everything and be everywhere. Be everything uh, and be everywhere. It sounds like a Michelle Branch song. You are everywhere. Well, good luck, man. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Maybe even try some uh, AG One while you're at it. It's true. AG One is a foundational foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. And I drink it literally every day. I was tired of taking a bunch of different supplements, a bunch of different pills, um, trying to get nutrition from many different sources. I wanted an all-in-one solution. I wanted to be more efficient, Randy. And that's where AG1 has come in to help me. You familiar with them? Mm-hmm. Drink it in the morning. I'm not saying that is a uh, command. No. That's what I do. No. People out there, drink it in the morning. Drink it in the morning, if you'd like. Because it sets the it sets the tone for the rest of the day. You know, it's like it's like uh, making your bed. To be honest, I've been really bad about that. But I'll be when I do make my bed in the morning, I do feel like I'm ready to have a productive day. Exactly. Make your bed. Do your skincare routine. Rock with AG One. I like that. You start your day with accomplishments, Randy. It sets the tone for the rest of it. AG One, like I said. There's one solution to support whole body health. Uh, better energy, better digestion, mental clarity and focus, all improved, better skin, in my opinion. Um, and it's a great bang for my buck. Replaces a lot of other supplements like daily multivitamins and minerals, pre and probiotics, uh, adaptogens, and a, and a greens blend. All in one scoop. Glass of water, one scoop, steer it up, down the hatch. Ooh. So here's the deal, Randy. If you're looking for a simpler, effective investment for your health, try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs plus a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash mail-in. That is drinkag1.com slash Mail in to get 75 high-quality vitamins, probiotics, and whole food-sourced ingredients. Are you ready for the next one, Randy? I am. Hi, mail-in crew. I know it's July, but... It's August. I know it's August, but I've already started thinking about Christmas. <sighs> yeah, we're going to be on... I. You and I are going to be on so different levels on this question already, I can tell. Money is going to be tight this year, but I love giving my loved ones gifts. And I don't want that to stop me from getting everyone something. I like the idea of making something for everyone or getting something really thoughtful, but I'm stumped when it comes to ideas. Y'all have any thoughtful gift ideas that come to mind? Any helpful tips for buying gifts on a budget are also appreciated. Randy, okay, you mind. are the gift Giver. I am. I am good. That, that went are, a different direction. I thought we were going to have a Christmas debate. Um, what are we having a Christmas? We can have a Christmas debate. Dude, we're, we're actually, we are right around the corner. 
of Christmas stuff being in the stores. As soon as Labor Day hits, they put Christmas stuff in the stores. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's really annoying. Uh, well, it's it's they put it in the store, but it's it's still in a corner. It's like a, in a back corner. They start they start the display because Halloween Halloween fucking, has started. Has it? I I went to Lowe's yesterday to get some potting soil, and they have the big like hollow not. It's not full on, but they have like th- four big like decorations okay. up in the in the main. Thing. That makes but, sense yeah. for for my. I don't do a bunch of uh, Lowe's and Home Depot shopping right now. Uh, I would like to. The, yeah, the 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 hardware stores and all that are the the ones that get that stuff out the earliest for sure. They're just they're just an efficient bunch over there. But like H E B right now is it back to school dominating. Oh yeah, that is you know there's there's some fall stuff. You see some pumpkin candles coming out. I have seen that. Yeah, pumpkin beer hits like like orders are going in now for pumpkin beer to hit uh, mid mid August. I'm all, I'm a huge I'm a pumpkin beer slut. Did you get, did Everybody you get to your that. shipyard? Have you got your shipyard? No, Rand, Randy, Randy, shipyard doesn't come out for like four weeks. Okay, like that is like September, and you got to know where to find it because it's gone immediately. I'm aware. So I don't I don't even want to get into that. Because I'm gonna, I'm going to the store. I'm stocking up, and I don't even care. You hear that? That's a good gift. Make sure in September you find the shipyard and give it to all your loved ones. I guess to get back on the track of the question. What was what was the debate going to be that we we're going to have? And just that I mean, so getting prepared for Christmas early and I love Christmas. I, I have, oh, you know, like when you, when you put your lights up, kind of thing. Uh, just it's when just more of a Christmas is people are celebrating Christmas too early nowadays. The weekend after Thanksgiving. Yes, that's exactly. I would say the day after Thanksgiving is full Christmas mode, but like you, Labor Day just happened, and you have a bunch of Christmas stuff. No, in the stores. no, like no, come no. on, guys, it's still let's, let's, let's calm down. A little you bit. strike me as a guy that um, would go Black Friday shopping. Never have. I've I've been to the mall one time on Black Friday, and that was a mistake. As in, like it was an accident that I was there. This was back in. Uh, <laughs> How do you accidentally go to the mall? It was 2019 when I was uh, working for Jimmy John's, and then I was also Ubering on the side to make money. And I was just working on Friday and just had no idea it was Black Friday. Really, I didn't even like, think about it. And I was driving, and I drove someone to the mall, and I really had to use the bathroom. I'm like, all right, dropped them off. I'm like, you know, here's a mall here, the perfect place to go use the bathroom. I, I get inside, the place is packed, and then it took me like three seconds to realize, oh, it's Black Friday right mm, now. Yes, yes. Yeah, Black Friday, not the best time to try to use a mall bathroom. No, I love a good deal, but I mean, I've never really gone Black Friday shopping. And nowadays, like, it's so much of the online shopping. Is I know. Stuff, dude, it's kind of I, you, I I don't do a lot of Black Friday shopping either. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not like, a, I'm not a good shopper. I'm not out there hunting down deals i'm not really aware of sales i kind of buy stuff when i want to buy stuff um and that's probably an indictment of of my shopping skills but every year we do christmas in rochester and i will say that like december 23rd 24th christmas eve area i always do like to go to the mall to buy like one or two last minute gifts because there's something about the the energy Mm -hmm. like the the decorations are up. The stores are popping. There's something about it that gives you a little like I'm not I'm 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 not in there for four hours, but like let me let me park let me let me have a, a hassle parking. It's cold outside. I just want a little little taste and then I'm out. 
So that, that's Brett's uh, advice to you. Just wait till the seventh twenty fourth and get the last 24th. minute gifts. So why don't focus right now? Um, I you're would... you're well. Let's start with this. You're a gift builder. Yes. You're very good at it. Just so a... is Rachel. Rachel's extremely thoughtful with her gifts, and I can't. I'm just like I don't. I'm, I don't have that. In gene. general, like when it comes to gifts or even anything that I that I like, like if I can make something mm -hmm. and like put it as a decoration or something, I like that better than buying something. So sure. it's more of a conversation piece too. And I think biggest thing is I'm a big hobby guy. I have way too many, but this could be a good time. If you want to do something thoughtful and not something that doesn't really break the bank, pick up a, ho a hobby and you have so much time now to like start doing the first one and kind of perfecting it to do a bunch of stuff. Like I don't, if I know people are doing, uh, Oh, the needlepoint like stuff. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Uh, I have gotten a candle making kit because I always want to kind of like get that. So you can do that and make custom ones because you have that savers. What is it? What's the Penix. beer can? Oh, the the it's like a a beer can candle. Yeah. So I don't know what is it. A labat. It's a labat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like candle wax in there. So that's a cool thing too that I would like to make for people that like if they have a certain like a favorite drink or whatever and just make a candle and pour that in. If you're if you're on Randy's uh, shopping list this year, you're getting uh, peppers, homemade candles, and mead. Dude, my my peppers aren't coming in as much, and it's a little concerning because I wanted uh, to make uh, some spicy mead. But could it be because we I don't know it's been 111 the, the degrees. The plant is surviving and it's flowering. It's just not producing fruit. If anyone out there has any tips for why my jalapeno plant is flowering but not producing fruit anymore um please let me know is it because you need to have multiple is it like blueberries where you need to have two plants to really to cross pollinate uh, maybe that's why i had so many in the beginning because it was by a bunch of other ones who knows how about i uh, look at dropping some knowledge i don't know we'll see someone, um someone hit me up but yeah i think if you want to do something that is thoughtful you just and you don't really have that skill set right now Kind of like look into creating a hobby that's something that you would like to do and you have plenty of time to work on it and get a bunch of stuff like needlepoint or I mean, I don't I'm never going to do it, but I've been getting served uh rug making TikToks. Oh, that sounds like those? a nightmare. It looks it looks like it's a quite the endeavor, but the stuff that people come out with that are really cool. But like that's I already have enough. I was thinking the uh like Take a, an ordinary object. So Rachel's got me a couple of the like custom customize an ordinary object to make it meaningful. So for example, uh, Pyrex, thirteen by nine, the glass like casserole dish. Okay, yeah. Inexpensive object, relatively like you get a Pyrex. You're like, oh, thanks. She put my dad's mac and cheese recipe engraved. On the bottom of the pyrex. Oh, that's cool. Really, really freaking cool. And I was like, oh, boom, teared up the whole nine, you know, an emotional gift that, you know, doesn't break the bank. So making making an ordinary object customized to something about a person makes it extremely thoughtful. She did the same thing. She did uh, Yeti, Yeti beer mugs and put my dad's like beer paradox logo on them again an object that doesn't necessarily break the bank customized to make it more meaningful yeah customizing things i think is the way to go and 
to make them like with you that was very like personal like if you mm -hmm. just get a customized yeti that's like the longhorn logo like, yeah that's like, like okay cool like whatever it's right like, you want it to be the more you know the person the more you know their interests and their background like then you can get really into something cool like uh mm -hmm. another good place to go right now like i love the ordinary making something customized that's really cool and it's if it's useful too the yeti's useful the mm -hmm. this thing go on um Go on Etsy. And I would oh, say Etsy's this, so good. This yeah. is a good place. Like, if they are like a Texas Longhorn fan, go on Etsy. There's so much like cool, customized stuff that you want to just get at like Walmart or something like that. Mm -hmm. There's some really cool stuff that people are doing on Etsy. Etsy, like, I've gotten, I used to, I got like a, a map of my dad's old neighborhood, like topographical, like made him, made him cry. I've done, my sister's done, you know, like the, the, this is so dumb. But I, I laugh. You know the picture? Like, you can make your dog like a like Napoleon, yeah, like a like a, a a colonial lord or something like that. Yep. And they're really well done with their dog's face on it. That's it's like funny, and you're gonna roll it up. But like for that morning at Christmas, it's really fun. I don't man. Yeah, there's. I mean, to be honest, like what you just said there. Once you start researching that stuff, you know, we talk about how Instagram knows what we're talking about and stuff. But once you start getting into stuff like that, you're going to start getting served a bunch more ads to things that are similar to that. And in this day and age with the Internet and like artists and their availability at CETA and, you know, Squarespace and stuff like that, there are so many independent people making really cool crossover things. Like I have a map of the United States, but it, the way that it's made is in like the style of the lord of the rings map mm -hmm. so that's, that's really like cool. a cool thing it's like oh i got the united states map but like i get the nerdy like lord of the rings element so once you start figuring out what these people like and you go online you're going to start getting served a bunch of stuff etsy's a really cool place to just see to start off with that mm -hmm. to see what people like just what their interests are type in etsy and then maybe that can even get you an idea that you find something and then you're like, wait, I can try to make a hobby out of that and make it myself because that's a little more personal too, that I made this thing for you too. I, on that same, I'll finish with one thing that I think would be really cool and I've done before is uh, make a cutting board and you can brand it. Or pizza stone. Pizza stone that's maybe engraved with your, uh, with your initials on them. A get a, get a hot board? deal that's on cool. that. Yeah. Make a cutting board. They're fun. They're fun to make. I don't know if you just like go to a wood shop or a studio and they have that kind of stuff. They're not hard and you can make a bunch of them for on the cheap. The, uh, yeah, there's a place in Austin, but I think they're kind of all over the place. So this wash sign behind you, the old one that we have that's in the, uh, in the window out there is like, I just put up a file and they were able to cut it out and they, you can also do like laser etching and stuff too. So yeah, I'm, that's a lot of ideas. I like the idea of making stuff, maybe yeah. some woodworking. So I would say to start off, go on Etsy, see what their uh, interests are, just type it in, see what people make on there, and then get something there or get some inspiration of stuff that you can make yourself. Boom. Hey, guys. Apologies, but this one won't be short. It's actually very short. Here's the deal. I can't get over my high school ex. Six. For background, we dated end of high school into my sophomore year of college. We broke up for a while, then started messing around again at the start of my senior year. 
Come this April, she suddenly ghosts me for a month. As I'm about to graduate, we have one more week-long communication stretch where I think we're going to start up again. Next thing I know, I moved to Florida for the summer, as I had mentioned to her. Haven't heard from her since the move. Saw her posting pics with another guy, and I still can't get over her. I know Brett will probably say that I'll meet someone new, but that never happens for me. What the hell is wrong with me, guys? Any advice is greatly appreciated. Guys, Donald's luck hung up on his ex. Um, first of all, you just graduated college. You are going to meet someone new. You are so young right now. And you are ex- extraordinarily, almost excruciatingly young. Yeah, I, it's it's funny because it's always hard. I, I look back at like, like my parents are being like, because I said so, because I know better when I like that. Mm-hmm. And like as a kid, you're like, that's a terrible argument. But now as an adult, it's like, oh yeah, like I under, to be honest, I probably really started understanding life and how the world worked like at 25. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, you, 25 is, a, is kind of a watershed age. Yeah, that's when you like really start kind of being like, oh, I'm an adult. This is how like the actual the world works. And, you know, some for better or for worse, sometimes you're like, oh, this is kind of like depressing how the world works. Yeah. So <laughs> true. I mean, you're still very young. You have a lot of time ahead of you. And I'm sure this is what the boilerplate answer that you thought you were going to be getting because you, we were saying that you're going to meet someone new. But this is still fresh, too. And I get that young love, too. It's hard to be. Yeah, especially somewhat, a high, you know, high yeah. school and the college. Like, there, you're, you're a lot of formative moments here. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to get over you know, what, what I assume is your sort of your first, your first love, right? Your first serious, serious relationship. And that's difficult. That's totally difficult. That, that, me, that person means a lot. You've, you've grown up together in a sense. Uh, you have experienced this new uh, way of life going to college and making it work. And you've put a lot of emotional time and energy into it. And you know what? When, when you get to the point where you, you did it and you've gone back for, for another round and you kind of went back for a third, I, I think we're getting to the point where you, you kind of gave it, you gave it the go. Mm-hmm. She gave it the go. You gave it the go multiple times. <laughs> and, we're, and we're still not there. We still, we have not ignited the spark that's going to light the fire that sustains for the rest of your life. Right? Mm-hmm. Or we, maybe you we guys fizzled. You might meet again later, but don't but hold for on now, to that. For now, right. At this moment, and 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 in the near and probably long term future, that that fire has has fizzled out. She is she's moved on. You are in a position to move on. You have moved to Florida. You're you're kind of in this new this whole new world. And new yeah, exactly. Ride your magic carpet out of there. But I think it's you know it, it's it's easier said than done. And what you do is. You start talking to somebody new, and that feeling of excitement and, and energy replaces that old feeling of dread and anxiety and longing, if you will. What Brett's trying to say is, way to get over someone. Is by talking to somebody routinely, Randy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Gosh. No, to be honest, I mean, say it all the time on the mail and The person I was at 18 was drastically different than the person I was at 22 and person out of 22 is way different than who i 
was now. So you're going to change a lot and it's going to always be, you're always going to have that in the back of your head that like that your first love and stuff, but to focus on that and think that she's the one and only, I mean, clearly she's kind of, she's probably a different person has moved on a little bit too. And part of life is just accepting reality sometimes. And that's a, it's a hard thing to hear, but like I said, once you turn 25, 26, you'll start realizing that, that sometimes you just need to work move, on, move on, work on you. I, I get this guy, I get where he's coming from and it sucks, but it's just like, you like just, you said, he just moved to Florida in the summer. This, so this is yeah. all still pretty fresh and it's, you know, it's I, fresh. You're still like, you're just graduated. It's, it's recent, but, uh, time has a funny way of, of, uh, you know, is is the biggest thing they always say time heals all wounds and like when you first when some you're going through it at the very beginning it's hard to like remember that and and like just life experience it gets easier every time because you know that that is the case that as time progresses things will get better it sucks right now but i think as you just get older you will meet more people you will find stuff and yeah just hold on hope i know you said that that never happens for you but i mean you're you're so I'm assuming young. you're 22. You're so young. Yeah. You have a whole, you're stepping into the real world now. I mean, to be honest, like from birth to end of college was kind of like not the real world. Correct. You are, you are stepping into something that is, can take you anywhere, any place. The people you'll meet will be from all over. So it's, it's a exciting and scary time, but you'll be all right. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Maybe take uh, take some liquid IV with you, wherever you go. Yeah, you should hydrate. That, especially, that'll help you get over to. Especially being in Florida, liquid IV, the number one powdered hydration brand in America, is now available sugar free. Randy, years in the making, hydration multiplier sugar free uses a proprietary zero sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. It's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. It also hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors too, Randy. White peach, green grape, and lemon lime. What's your uh, liquid IV routine? I'm, 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 I'm on their uh, their website right now because I'm going to – I want to look at all the, the uh, flavors. I mean, my favorite flavor in my mm -hmm. routine is uh, – I'll be honest with you, if I'm feeling, I know it's not like medicine, but if I'm feeling like a little under the weather, especially hangovers, I hit that vitamin C immune boost. Oh, it, especially if, if I have a, feel like the little tickle in your throat. Yeah. If I have a trip coming boost, up, boom. I'm, yeah. I'm doing the, the immune boost just because I'm like, I'm not even, I just want to, you know, be prepared and stuff. But look, they, they, they have a product for every, and the, this is smart on their part. They have a product for every time of day, mm -hmm. a day part, if you will. In the morning, it's either like you, you wake up, crush a, crush a bottle of, of water, uh, but throw some liquid IV in there, and you're doubling your hydration immediately. And they, they have the energy stuff uh, too, which – See, I like I, to take that in the afternoon though. Like yeah, a you little and I boost. aren't coffee drinkers, so no. this is – I've done the energy a lot, and it's, it's good. I mean, it it's is good. really good. Uh, they, you, they have something for after a, a long night perhaps – Maybe some uh, some some management of that of those symptoms. Ooh, there's a new energy flavor that I wasn't aware of. What's what's the flavor? Mango tamarind. I don't know if that's tamarind. Tamarind. Yes, tamarind. I the yuzu, yuzu pineapple, 
And the lemon ginger I've had. I never had the mango. Lemon ginger. How about that? That's the lemon ginger is like the original one. Yeah. And then they have the immune boost, like I'm I'm, I'm thinking of moon shoes. Immune mm. booster, which is like a really nice citrus flavor. Um, for when you get that little tickle in your throat, maybe that first like mm-hmm. little sore throat feeling, boom, down the hatch helps you out there. And the uh the, like the the energy multiplier that Randy said. You know, Sally always says that she loves these and the the hospital loves them because they uh mm. they hydrate and stuff. But you know who absolutely crushes these? My roommate who's a firefighter and has uh, there he goes again. Texas heat. There he goes. Randy in this fire. Miller. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying, but like yeah, like having to be out in that big clothing and firefighter just Texas heat. Liquid IV helps a lot with that. Boom. Just being hydrated. And now, like we said, with zero sugar. No artificial sweeteners with a proprietary amino acid allulose blend for a sweet taste without the calories or raised blood glucose levels you get from sugar. So here's the deal, Randy. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code MAILIN at liquidiv.com. Randy, you're ready for the last one. Let's do it. Bachelorette party question. Oh, perfect. Here we go. Hey, MAILIN crew. My best friend is having your bachelorette mid-August. Her sister, a.k.a. the maid of honor, is the one coordinating it. Okay. Okay. While the group chat has been created, location has been picked, an itinerary has been sent out, there are still some holes that have not been covered. For example, where we are staying has okay. not been announced. Then... August, which is, is we're in August, so less than a month. Then, in the itinerary, it says we will do dinner and games at the house, which is cool, but does that mean someone is cooking the dinner or are we just getting pizza? I want to ask all these questions out of curiosity, and for me, coordinating trips is fun. However, I totally understand that it can come off rude, controlling, selfish, bossy, feisty, or insert any other negative word that comes to mind. When is the appropriate time to ask these questions, and what is the appropriate way to ask without sounding like a control freak? For example, where are we staying? How many beds are there? Is there any theme nights or any specific outfits I should pack for our meals at the house? Is it fend for ourselves or plan on who's cooking what? I'm cool with cooking a breakfast or helping out with dinner. Any snacks? Is there a Costco? Who's in charge of the grocery run? Should we bring up gifts for the bride? What games should we bring up? Floating down the river, are there tubes provided or do we bring our own? I love this question already. This girl is having an absolute breakdown. Hey, you are not on a bachelorette party. You're going on a bachelor party. <laughs> this is how every bachelor party goes. Or Like, guys, you know, yeah. There, there's... I think that usually bachelorette parties are very like, we're doing this at this time, this at this time, this at this time, bachelor parties. Yeah, we're going to the this place. Usually we'll have like, all right, this is where the Airbnb is, and then we'll figure it out when we get there. You the 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 amount of figure it out that's done on a bachelor party would make this girl have a, an absolute meltdown. Yeah. And it, it always works out one million percent fine. Yeah, you I think you that I would say the not knowing where the place is is probably the biggest thing that you should be stressed about. And that is, yeah. I think, a okay thing, especially now that it is in August. If you if they still haven't picked by the time that 
we're doing this episode, you might be able to be like, hey, but just like casually just say, where's the Airbnb going to be? Or like, where are we staying in yeah, this hey, town? That's, like, that's a totally normal question. Just that be that like, are, be... are we staying close to downtown? All this stuff. Something, something very like casual, just being like wondering where we're staying. Is it a hotel or Airbnb in there? Just that I think is a an absolutely fine thing to ask. But as far as theme nights, all that, I mean, do you really need to know this right at this moment? Or do you need to know it like the week of to pack? Yeah, it's or it's more about a packing thing. Yeah. And like if you want to buy stuff for their theme nights and bachelorette parties, they like to do the theme stuff. That'll be sent out at some point, hopefully, because it's like it's just it doesn't make any sense to not let somebody know that there's a theme and be like, oh, where's your where's your cheetah print? Yeah. Like, well, we didn't fucking know. Which is funny because I'm going on a bachelor party tomorrow. Oh, from one J Bone, friend of the show. And uh, this is the first bachelor party I am going on that has an itinerary that has wow. a like a breakdown. I think the, the best man, and we're doing theme nights. Wow. It's, okay. I, I'm going on a bachelorette party. <laughs> you are going on a bat. This girl is going on a bachelor party, and you're going on a bachelorette party. I think there's, uh, she says. There, there's also like a, a PS. I create PowerPoint presentations for my family vacations on what to pack and our itinerary. So she's just like a she's type, very type A, type A to a fault, and this is just tearing her apart. Very type B. Correct. You're going on a bachelor party. Uh, you sort of have to like. Sally would Sally would hate the way we're answering this question. She'd be like, "Ask all the questions. Ask all of them. Yeah. Do it. Like you, you totally deserve to. Just Sally is this person. Exactly. But." It's like, did Sally write this in? And yeah. <laughs> it, it's gonna work. It's gonna work out, and that's based on uh, a dozen bachelor parties that have had something similar. You're gonna go on a grocery run, ba- not even it's bachelor gonna, parties. So many vacations, buddies trips, and yeah. trips that have gone on. The, the the how many beds thing where you're staying? Valid, totally valid question. Yeah. The theme will be sent out. Don't worry about that. Meals, that's going to be solved in the grocery run. Mm-hmm. And if there's a reservation somewhere. Uh, snacks, again, solved in the grocery run. Who? Nobody has to be in charge of the grocery run. It'll be a team activity. Should we bring up gifts for the bride? That's case-by-case basis. I don't know. Some some people do like the lingerie thing. Some people do like I, – I don't, I don't have experience on the bringing a gift for the groom because we don't do that. Yeah, that my my presence. What game should we group. bring for game night? Go go drink at a bar. Like, <laughs> bring a I don't bring know. a deck of cards. You know, yeah. Here, here's the thing: just put something in your case and like a board game or whatever, and don't expect to play it. But have if it. it's that, have it. You Floating know? the river. There's gonna be tubes provided. Yeah, you. Yeah. Boom. Did they say where they're going? Did she say? Uh, fl- she's she's going somewhere that they can float a river. So okay, maybe yeah. maybe Austin, maybe San Marcos, maybe something like I'm that. Assuming that there there will be rental places and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, don't worry about that. Be, bring a bathing suit, of course. Boom. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you are <laughs> okay. I can definitely have very type A, very stressed out about stuff. You want answers to certain things. You want everything planned to the minute, and I get that. Yeah. And I'm just this is one of those that maybe maybe go with the flow this weekend. Just yeah, just take a step back, let the maid of honor do do her thing, and. Biggest thing is don't carry this uh, necessity of like needing to know everything and all there into the bachelor Correct. party. Because yeah. if you are doing that and like constantly like what are we doing? What other stuff? What's next? It's What's going next? to really put like a strain on the whole the whole trip. Like just I know it's it's probably hard for you to do. Just take a step back and 
enjoy the time that you're being there with them. One, be water. Okay. Familiar with that saying, Randy? Be water. Go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Adjust to whatever is needed. Two, be present. Exactly. Enjoy that moment. Enjoy that that one drink of, or that glass of wine that you're having with this girl because she's your best friend. Enjoy the, Enjoy each and every moment without stepping on enjoyment by thinking of what the next six hours look like. Exactly. I that, think, yeah, so that's the biggest thing. I, I think it's ask about the Airbnb. Totally valid. Or that's where valid. You're staying, yeah. Just so, just so you know. But otherwise, yeah, just kind of go with the flow. That's going to do it for us, Randy. Uh, before we bounce out of here, any shower thoughts you might have? I do. I do have a shower thought. What do you think. got? Um, I think last time I was on here, I said something about 2000s or bath, and we went bath talk. I just find it interesting. Mm. If they, we're going to probably be in like, they're probably still making movies right now, but in like 20 years from now, when they make movies about the 2000s and all that stuff, and like then 2020s and all that, headphones mm. are going to be a very like minor detail that they would need to get right. Cause like everyone had wired headphones and stuff like the earbuds and stuff, but now barely ever see that. They're all, all Bluetooth. So you're saying that when people in 2040 are making a movie set in 2008, the costume designers and the set designers will have to be careful about headphone choices. Yeah. It, it's, it'll be a very interesting time to remember like what tech was available in that year. Mm. Like going back in, uh, I guess, what's it called? Better Call Saul. Yeah. When he they were going doing all the stuff from early 2000s, it was like weird seeing that the flip phone stuff because Breaking Bad was going on like as a present day thing. But sure. then we were doing a prequel to Breaking Bad. So you had to have all these like old cars that weren't old in our opinion. They weren't like classic cars. But it's just weird thinking about seeing like period pieces from our childhood and our teenager when we're like well into our adult lives. I agree. I agree. It kind of it brings you it brings you back in a way. Like I always think about watching sports, you know, prior to two thousand four, whenever that the HD first hit. And remember you used to have two channels on your TV for each channel. There would be like ESPN. And then it was H. It was and a then, one thousand and one thousand eighteen twenty four was ESPN HD, yeah. and there would be people. They're like, my dad would be like, no, I'm watching. I'm watching the on channel twenty four. I'm like, dad, there's literally a a better version. Yeah, just go to a thousand twenty four. Yeah, and it's that's then. There's there's my shower thought. Did you can you name your channels? That you were, you're like, as a as a as a ten year old. It's weird because we changed cable providers or something like that at one point. So I know that forty five when I was like really young, forty five was Nickelodeon, forty six was uh, Disney, and those are like biggest biggest ones. I don't think we had Cartoon Network, and then when it changed over, it turned into like, I think sixty five was. Nickelodeon, sixty six was Disney, and I think sixty nine oh, was Cartoon Network. That's funny. So, pri- I don't even know what I guess it, it, we used to have the, the you know the cable that would like screw into the back of your TV mm-hmm. out of your wall. I mean that's just that's just cable. That's just cable. That's still the- and we had like you had to set up your TV. You had to do the find channels button. Mm-hmm. So network it was like thirteen was NBC, ten was ABC, um, eight was Fox, six was CBS. 
ESPN was 24. TV Guide was 19. Where you watched? Yeah, we had, watch, we had to watch to see what was coming on, so I'd be able to go to the guy. We had a murderers row from twenty three to like forty five. Twenty three Weather Channel, twenty four ESPN, twenty five ESPN two, twenty six was like MSG, um, which is our regional sports. Twenty seven USA, twenty eight TNT. So I don't you, know if we had. All these. I don't know if we had a twenty nine. I think. Our our merge row for us was like forty to sixty nine, where like mm-hmm. there was a lot. There was a in that early forties. There was FX. FX. FX has the movies. Oh, Spike TV. Yep. Um, Discovery Channel. All that stuff. You would have liked our. You would have liked our thirty to forty. FX was was thirty one. Cartoon Network thirty two. Nickelodeon thirty three. Oh, yeah. Disney thirty four. That's a powerhouse. ABC Family thirty five. Comedy Central 36, Discovery 37. I can't believe I can do this. Um, what's 38? I don't remember 38. 39 was History Channel, and 40 was TLC. What's the show that you associate Nick at Night with the most? Uh, all that. Nick at Night? I think so. No. Nick at Night so, was like the old reruns of like old sitcoms. Then I maybe I wasn't a, a Nick at Night guy. George Lopez. Oh, yeah, I watched George Lopez. I never really watched it. Uh, Nick at Night, the most I watched was probably Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But, like, yeah, George I, Lopez was Nick at Night. I, it's funny. I I'm, I was more of a Nick either in the morning or, like, SpongeBob after school kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But Nick at Night, I was probably probably doing, like, the sports or Discovery Channel at that point. There's another shower thought. It's so weird that, like, you and I confer to SpongeBob and, like, Fairly Odd Parents and all that stuff. Yeah. And, like... The rest of our company just doesn't really know anything about it. Last shower thought I have is this this is just high talk now. And pretty much. Um Weather Channel growing up. I used to I used to love watching the Weather Channel. And now when you say numbers or like time periods, I have colors pop into my head. Oh, really? So like to associate 80. If you say if you if 80, if I get an 80 on a test or an 85 on a test, it's like yellow. If I get a ninety on a test, it's it's red. If I get a hundred on a test, it's like Dark red? it's it's pink. You like that? Okay, like, it's pink. If I get a if I get a seventy three on a test, it's like uh, uh, it, it like that that pink kind of like teal transition. What if you got a twenty? Super blue, like hardcore blue. And so, and I do like the nineteen seventies are, or the nineteen hundreds. This nineteen hundreds are blue and red. 1800s are uh, yellow and 1700s are are. I feel pink. like we've talked about this before, yeah, but it have. wasn't like this. I think we talked about every month has a color. Every month does have a color. Yeah. And it's it's definitely because in like preschool and elementary school, you had the calendars mm-hmm. that had like the themed bar at the top. Yeah. February is a light purple. Yeah. 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 Light purple, light pink. Yeah. January is red. March is green, obviously. April is like a like yellow, a light. June's yellow for me. April's like an orange, like a light orange. Peach. May is like a teal, kind of like a circling back blue. June, July, or July's blues. July's blue. July's yeah. so blue. October's orange. Duh. <laughs> October's orange, and November's like a brown, yellow, orange combo. Yep. December's like white or like a light blue. Yeah. Type yeah. Of December's yeah. yeah. September's like a gold, like a 
marigold, if you will? Should we just have a whole podcast that's just shower thoughts? If you're still listening to this, God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to, well, well, hey, Lauren, any, any shower thoughts that you got before we get out of here? Or you're like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? I, I, don't, I don't even know what y'all are talking about. She's, yeah, yeah she's too yeah, Gen yeah. Z. <laughs> she's like, you had channels that were like no, two numbers. Oh, that hurt. Oh, that's. It, I, I remember I saw. <laughs> I remember seeing like. It's like uh, you don't just go to like click on a thing and you know, it's like, they, like, yeah. There's like boxes that you. Oh. There's always like the prompt on the internet. It's like, tell me how old you are without actually telling me your age. And like one was video games only worked on channel three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Oh, there's nothing. You know what that means at all? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. There's nothing like plugging in the yellow, uh, white, and red. Yeah. The audio visual. Cables. Golly. Anyway, All let's, right. well, be let's get out of here. That's going to do it for us. Uh, hit the hotline number 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in the link to the Twitter bio at Mailing Podcast. Randy, where can the folks find you? They can find me at Randy Trebecki on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of it. It's just pretty much at Randy Trebecki. I'm Brett Merriman at Schmerriman on all those platforms. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Bye-bye.